in Cincinnati, old Cincinnati, the city where you find your girl. Oh, in Cincinnati, Bing Bang Cincinnati, the city where you swing and twirl. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. It's your main man, Carlo Condorosa. How you doing? <laughs> Hope everybody's having a good time tonight. You know, I love coming out here to sing. I've been doing this my whole life. My daddy said when I came out of the womb, I was doing a little tap dance routine. <laughs> yeah, man, that's great. That's great. My daddy, he was a great man. Worked really hard. Worked really hard. Anyways, I'm out here to let you guys know a spaghetti buffet has been ruled safe. That's right. The Nevada Health and Safety Committee has ruled in our favor. And the spaghetti buffet is back open, wide open. So go get yourself a plate of fettuccine or, I don't know, maybe you're a pesto kind of a guy or gal. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to keep on singing and swinging. And remember that life has no meaning. And God is not only dead, he never lived. And Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading off the wrong card here, folks. This is the Nevada Nihilist Association is having a bingo luncheon tomorrow morning, so we're gonna... Okay. <laughs> uh, let me take it from the top and say, when somebody loves you, it's no good unless they love you all the way. You're listening to the 805 in Revolt podcast, Sigma Grindset for Life. Warning, this can't be classified as manipulation. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. Let's do push-ups together, man. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. Right. <laughs> Even the paparazzi right. be right. Oh, what it do, baby? Forget it, you're a has-been. Everything eviscerated, thrown away. It's my turn. You're not that guy, pal, trust me. You're not that guy. in Revolt podcast. We are recording live from the Cambot Spot in Ojai, California. Uh, I am your host, Ben Cohen. I'm joined by Cameron Atkinson, Sam, Sam Bean. <laughs> yes. And we have a special guest in Cameron the house. Cameron Atkinson. We, <laughs> we have a special guest in the house. Not a special guest. He's a returning Hi, welcome homie. back to Mystical Cynical. <laughs> oh my God. Your favorite podcast. My name is... Have you ever been to is, Bulgaria? My name is Roger uh, Cormack. I'm an artist, and I also write. I write poetry, and I sell Buick. And today we're going to be talking to uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey. Yes, this is just Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. How are you? How have things been going? Good, but you know it could be better. I heard you were feeling a little down the other day. Yeah, I was. I. Really was down. I went down hard. What's it like to be sad? Um, because I've never been sad ever. You, well, know, you know, Jeffrey, we heard uh, a lot of different reports about how you met your demise. Where are you calling us from? Where is this? Where is this happening from? I'm on a yacht in uh, Bulgaria, off the coast of Bulgaria, in the Black Sea. Interesting. And um, Jeffrey, we gotta let you go. We're pressed for time here. Um, 
Who's do you think the most talented member of One Direction? Russell Huggard. Okay. Um, hey, everybody. Ben, what's up? Hey, everybody listening to this show. We really appreciate you listening. We have a packed show today. It's a special show. A Four gra- man. Four man show. We're getting a little sweaty. We're getting. A, we're in. A, we're in the Cambot spot. There's it's cooking. It's cooking. I'm. I'm sweating. We got two guys in tank tops. We got two guys with no shirts on. It's shirts for skins. Shirts for skins episode. Here we go, folks. Um, so let's just hop right into it. We've got some listener questions. We posted on the Instagram page asking for questions from our listeners, and we're just gonna hop right into it. Get to these questions, the burning questions from our listeners. We really appreciate all the interaction yeah. on the Instagram page. Make sure you write in. Yeah, please yeah, write don't in. Be a stiff. Don't be a stiff. I know, you know, I'm I don't be afraid. We see the analytics on the page and I see that 160 people have viewed yeah, this story. That's there's but, no excuse to not have 160 questions. Yeah. Everyone who views this story, it is your duty. Do you have all the answers? It is you? your obligation. How many of you know what my favorite color is? No one. Yeah, no one. Look no one. look stiffs. You know, you stay stiff all day. You're going to end up like some weirdo in the locker room, okay? <laughs> the moral of the story is don't be a stiff. Don't get stiff. We're going to answer these questions. Look, so. if, it's, if it's the swimming unit of freshman PE, we understand that things happen. You're a growing boy. But if you're an adult oh person and you're looking at the story and you're not asking a question, you think you have all the answers, chump? No one does. Who are you? Bono? <laughs> at a lap track. We're gonna we're gonna get to our first question. Our first question is from Instagram user Dr. Scholes. He's a member of our Discord community. Yeah. I don't actually great act- guy. Great Doc, guy. Doc, MD. He games hardcore. Every time I log <laughs> onto the Discord, every time I log LOL. onto the Discord. Wow. Yeah, he's yeah. playing League of Legends, playing some WoW, but he's talented surfer as well. He's gaming hardcore. And he's like a real life cool guy. Yeah, he's with a cool guy. Hair. I never met him IRL. We we should have arranged that. But he's his from first- his first question is, big dog brand clothing or old guy's rule? Who is more, who is more based? Cameron, your thoughts. Come on, Cameron. I'm not old enough to necessarily rock old guy's rule swag quite yet. Yeah. That being said, I think it could be somewhat ironic if we did rock it at our age. That's kind of a power move, though. If you're under 30 years old and you're rocking an yeah. old guy's rule cool shirt. stuff with the woody and, like, the surfboard silhouette. And, like, yeah. Ben, didn't I get you one of those a few years ago? Yeah, uh, uh, old guy's rule adjacent. I got you one from a Malibu liquor store. <laughs> it's not old guy's rule, but it's old guy's rule adjacent. It's like it's it's rip off. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's fire though. I still store. wear it. It's yeah. it's aged well. And then the big dog. If you have big dog, well, big dog is is like vintage. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say in your wardrobe, you're kind of balling out right now. That so. stuff is like yeah, yeah. That's that's based. Did you guys ever go to the big dog store in Santa Absolutely. Barbara no. downtown yes. on State Street? Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. So legendary. Big dog, talk to the paw. My dad had a shirt with the big dog was putting yeah. his hand out to talk to the paw. Those were that. awesome. And he also, kind of... he also had a who's your daddy uh, pullover hoodie. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty lit. It's it's almost like the old guy's rule. Well, is it... If you have one, if you have an old guy's rule shirt, you ha- it's kind of like a prerequisite that you have like a big dog's shirt. Like you can't have one without the other. Big dog. Uh, big I dog disagree. Is... I, no, I disagree. No, yeah. Big dog is rare. Big dog, big dog is, is rare. rare. Isn't it also local specific? I don't think it's old guy's rule is like nationwide, P- possibly even global. 
I haven't seen Big, Big Dog. Big either. Dog, I've only seen in and around yeah. the 805 Santa Barbara. Yeah. I've been keeping up with the Big Dog's brand on Instagram. They must have like hired a new social media manager in the last like year the same. and a half. Because their their Instagram is going crazy. Are they trying to make a little comeback? Yeah, they're making a little comeback, kind of post ironic, you know, jokes and posts but, and shit. Yeah, but. but Big Dog is, I think, at the end of the day, I'm happier if I see Big Dog. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah let's it's tasty. Go. Old guy rule. It's like, dude, it's like old guy's rule is just the more like slightly more sexually aggressive version of Life Is Good T-shirts. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was it's definitely was gonna. Br- yeah, I was gonna bring up the Life Is Good because I feel like that's the trifecta. It's like Big Dog, Life Is Good is old is guy's rule, and life, you know, but it's it's definitely the lesser Here's of how it the goes. three. Life got Life Is Good Beta, old guy's rule Alpha, Big Dog, Sigma. Big dog. 100%. All right. So, so, our next question is from user ITT Tech Mom. Do you think Paul Revere is overrated? Hey, Bella, what's up? Shout out, Spella. Um, wow. Yeah, sorry. I couldn't get an ID. There was Good no question. Thing. It's all right. We see you, Bella. Blaney, shout outs. Um, do I think Paul Revere is overrated? One if I land, two if I see. Midnight Ride, the hero of Boston. But. Hero of Beantown? But, you know. Lesser known, Paul Revere is when the war started and he got his commission in the Continental Army. He was known as sort of an inept combat officer who like led his troops. I think he like got busted down in rank. He was kind of like, but a lot of those guys, it's, you know, the truth is, is granular. But I mean, he's pretty legendary, right? Midnight yeah. Ride. Well, the thing is, I'd say, I'd say that the only <laughs> thing that's is like over. The it, question was overrated or underrated. I'd Paul say that the only overrated thing is the fictionalized version of the Midnight Ride. What, if, what about Johnny Tremaine, Russell? <laughs> I want to go there. A boy no more. Bring a boy back. more. What do you? So wait, there's a, is there's a discrepancy with the Midnight Ride? Well, all about like what he said and all that shit. Wasn't it the British are coming? The British are coming. Yeah, but he 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 didn't really say that. Didn't they already <laughs> kind of know that it was gonna happen? He was just the one who was like, "They're here." Like he didn't <laughs> just some door. Yeah, some door. He's like, everyone else is like asleep, and he's just like, "Nah, I'm gonna stay up in this bell tower and just go." One if I land, two if I see. I Guys, are you listening? <laughs> are you he, listening? Uh, he um, just showed the up. The are coming. He showed up. I don't think he shouted. He wasn't even on his horse. He got off. He went Did inside, he and he. He, no, he just walked in and didn't he was he, like, the British are coming. Didn't he have like a steel shop or a print shop? Uh, yeah, he, had he printed sort of big dogs. where Johnny <laughs> Tremaine worked. No, yeah, he, he printed, he made old guys roll shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and the British were like, what? What, mate? Life is good. Um, I'd say overrated, fine. I submit that he's overrated. I don't know anything about him, really. I read his Wikipedia page sitting in uh, my doctor's office's parking lot uh years ago one time that's the extent of my knowledge and watching johnny germain in uh social studies class so yeah i'm gonna have to say overrated as well he just kind of gets uh, all his shine from like one night of riding his horse around and shit that's dude i'm gonna say underrated what's overrated is the british are coming the british are coming yeah yeah yeah, I think Paul Giamatti as um, John Adams. That's my uh, my favorite founding father. Is so he's awesome. He's the Paul Giamatti Paul John Giamatti. Adams, not just normal yeah. John Adams. I don't care about John Adams. I like Paul Giamatti. John Adams, the ant bully John Adams. All right, um, that's that. Bella, there's your answer. I hope you're satisfied. Thanks for your question, Bella. That was a great. That was a great question. We got another question. This is a bit of a throwaway, but I'm gonna read it on air because fuck it. Um, this is from Instagram user P Russo twenty. <laughs> 
I don't even watch your podcast, but your Instagram is funny. First off, this is the you one, can't. Dude. First off, this you, is the question I was talking about. First off, thank you. Thanks thank for you. the thanks for the question. We appreciate yeah. you interacting yeah, with first us. First of all, thank you. <laughs> Second of all, you sleeping. You don't even watch a podcast. You can't watch it unless it's a video podcast, but then it's Which more of a are. video series. But we're not a video podcast, so you Why can't would, watch us. What's the point of being a video podcast? Pick a medium. Yeah. So your question is moot, invalid. <laughs> you can't and, watch a podcast. And you don't even you don't even watch, so you're never gonna hear. But I will say, listen to the podcast because yeah, we're listen. responding to your question. Join so. the team, shipmate. Yes. You know, become a tier zero operator. Get the rainbow flag Trump hair Punisher patch on the side of your Velcro jumpsuit, and you know, write some articles for BuzzFeed, dude. Might, you might actually understand the memes if you listen to the podcast. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very. Although true. out of context, I can understand them being very funny. Yes. Moral of the story, listen to the show. Moral of the story is, if you're one of these fake-ass fools who's just liking the memes but not engaging with doing the deep work and holding the space... What's stopping you? ...and checking your privilege and deconstructing your own whiteness, what's your problem? Moral of the story is, check your privilege and listen to the 805 and Revolt podcast. Well, maybe you'll listen this time. Download Spotify. This is the most... account. This is Blue 805 and Revolt. Press play. Katie Turner reports. Yeah, P. Russo, that was probably the most blue-pilled question that we got <laughs> on this round of questions. we respect you and appreciate you. But you're probably not listening. I don't respect you. I do. So, hey, listen. You got knows? the page. He might not ever listen to The me. cool guy on the show, well, Cameron, that's you. What do you think? I say you should fucking listen to the show. All right. All right. The man has spoken. Next question. Go. from. I'm the gay guy on the show. From from Topa Talk, we got another question. This is uh, our this, our fellow Ojai podcast. Yeah, our sister show, Topa Talk. Not as highly rated as us, and not as we have we, more more awards. We really have established the uh, the pecking Ojai, order we're of Ojai's the show. Number one, we're podcast. Ojai's number one podcast. There, and that's Ojai's... just a fact. That's just a numerical reality. Like you can you can yell at me. Look at the numbers, folks. The numbers I, don't I'm lie. I'm going off the Nielsen ratings, <laughs> yes. so I'm just reading the data. I'm a cold, emotionless person. And the only time I feel anything is when I'm watching men's gymnastics. Next question from Topa Talk is, why, in general, just why? Why in general? Just why? why? No, the whole thing. The whole thing. All right. The why. Okay, I'll read. Uh, why? Read the whole question why in general? Why not this question bubble? Just why? Oh wow! You're trying to get existential made on a, us. Made a mindset. Yeah, trying to get meta with us. I see what you're saying. Uh, I could answer that. Go for it, Russell. Get him. Go for it. Okay, so, you know, uh, two sisters just went, they're siblings, and uh, they, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're <laughs> two sisters, they're, they're siblings, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, yeah, they go, they go in, uh, to, uh, they're identical, actually. They go into uh, get a job interview, and, um, you know, they're, they're, they have the same mother, they have father, the same, the same birthday, and the guy who's interviewing them says, Hey, are you twins? And they say no. What's going on? Figure that out. Yeah. Are we talking? Uh, are we talking about Mary Kate and Ashley? If you want. Because he said <laughs> he said sisters. You, okay. This was kind of a turd of a question. So, like, Sorry. It's an odd question. You didn't ask. It. I think I understand like why you asked it though, like slightly. But I don't know. I think we should skip that one. Yeah. Well, hold on. 
Cause he's... Uh, well, I'm actually gonna. We're gonna. I'm getting the big phone, Ben. You can see I'm picking it up, right? No, no, the phone. The, oh. big, the red phone. Uh -huh. I picked up the red phone, and I'm. This is our special telephone, and I'm calling. You've heard him before. We're calling our friend in Melbourne, Brandon. Can you hear me? Yeah, dude. How are you? Oh my God, so legendary, legendary day. Yeah, can you hear me, Brandon? Dude, I just saw Maria Abramovich perform at the Sydney Opera House. My girl Lindsay got me a ticket, and oh my God, dude, she was absolutely legendary. I was thinking about the meaning of life, and I was like, dude, what if Maria Abramovich is God? Okay, dude, what if there is no God? What if I'm God, and Australia is heaven? What if I'm Satan, and Melbourne is hell? Think about that, dude. Super trippy. Maybe there are no walls, there are no barriers. There's only the mind, right? Why? How about go fuck yourself, mate? Have a good day. On to the next one. This is from Instagram user chum.inc. Cameron Frisk. Got an Ooh, ID on him. Shout out. Shouts out. Friend of the show. Uh, this boom. Is a, boom. The question is, thoughts on comedy culture? I don't really, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think it's gotten kind of weak over the years. Okay, okay. I think people have gotten kind of soft, and I think people aren't necessarily allowed to say or do what they want openly with comedy. I think if they have their own, like, private shows, then, of course, they can get as, like, dark as they want, but, I don't know. I think we're getting kind of soft. Comedy culture, so that's like stand up or just like the fact I don't know, that just like comedy in general. Movies nowadays. too. Now nah, you can be funny. Yeah, like movies nowadays suck. It's all got to be very. Yeah. When know, was the last time you saw a good comedy? No one's trying to offend each other anymore. In a sense. Well, I don't think the and point of like comedy is to offend anyone. That's well, not the not point offended, of. But the, the it's not the point of comedy. Like, people are so offended nowadays that comedy is you can't necessarily cross any lines. You know, I think you can. I think you can cross lines. I think it just depends on like the the circles that you run Have in, or like the, the what you think is important. Like yeah. Dave Chappelle is still making oh, yeah. certain you know jokes, and he doesn't uh, give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't give yeah. a fuck. The it's height of comedy fun. was two thousand six, when all you had to do to be funny was walk into any room and say, "Get in my belly," <laughs> and everybody was like, "Damn, he's funny." Fuck. Or yeah, dude I, who stole my car or whatever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, all you had to do was quote some shitty movie you watched on FX late at night when your parents were asleep. Run you, late night comedy. You were a legend. If you think that comedy is dead, you obviously did not see Joker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you heard of a guy named Jeff Dunham? Believe he's still touring. So go check He's him really out. keeping comedy alive, <laughs> yeah. folks. Jeff, Jeff Dunham. The, the Herculean efforts of Jeff Dunham to keep American entertainment up. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert Godfrey's yeah. Larry the Cable Guy, <laughs> who I think is a British intelligence agent. Um, oh, my God. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, comedy's. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, um, do you know all those movies? It's like Kevin Hart making a movie about. Oh, it's like Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, like he's big, I'm small, ha 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 ha. Or it's like a crazy bachelorette party that went too far. Or it's like what the fuck? It's like bad wives. If you watch, yeah, bad There's, bad moms. They're like, they're crazy moms who are gonna hire a stripper. And it's just like, okay, cringe. it's yeah. just cringe. And, they, and it's like made for automatons. It's made for vacuous, empty-headed people. It's like people who would watch The Ellen Show, and they're like, 
Oh my god. Yeah. Like there's nothing there. I will say the, in, the inverse is just like all the bullshit that's come out after the Hangover movies, but even before them. It's like Will Ferrell is a fucking. But that worked at the time. It was funny. I think that comedy movies go in phases. You have the, yeah. you know, the Will Ferrell ones. Then you have the uh, the Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen ones. Those, and uh, then it, all those guys, you know, are kind of too old and or just have been canceled or whatever. Uh, yeah. So now I we're at say, this. Uh, cri- Seth Rogen is like a fucking uh, Elizabeth Warren like acolyte. The funniest movies are fucking like. Um, Richard, Richard Simmons. Well, those are funny. Like we're home workout day. Gene Wilder, farm, Gene you know? Wilder, and Classics. Uh, the George the, Michael, Michael, like the vacation movie. Vacation, vacation dude. I will say one Bow of my finger with Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. One yeah. modern, one modern comedy show that's come out in the past few years that recently had a new season um, that I think deserves some props is so I think you should leave that new Netflix show with Tim yeah. Robinson. The first season was really, really funny. I think it's really yeah. catered to, not catered to, but it really uh, encapsulates modern comedy, modern taste senses, and especially with the most recent season, um, that's definitely something you know something that's really popular. And also, it really lends itself to the meme format, social media format. I mean, it really was one of those shows that picked up a lot of steam after the fact, after it was published, after it was released over time through online culture, through people like making memes out of, you know, images from the shows and kind of having iterations on top of their the original jokes. And I think that's something that's interesting, like, you know, the the continuation of a joke from a show to an online community to people participating with it. So that that's something that was worth that's a fun checking show. Out. And that's the dude from Detroiters, which was a good show. Only yeah. lasted two seasons. Very funny show. Detroiters is cla- Detroiters is really funny. And Southside on Chicago is pretty good. Wait, Southside on Comedy Central. <laughs> I had a little. Ah. <laughs> Next question. Or wait, Russell. Uh, I think just yeah, most comedies right now lie on television. Yeah. Not really any movies right now. Mm. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, okay. Next question. Thank you, Cam. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. That was a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody that I honestly want to get on with the show and have him shout out his little clothing brand one of these days. So shouts we'll out. Keep in touch. Keeping yeah, we're keeping tabs on your work. We are looking for sponsors. So if you or someone you know is a small business owner, let us know. We'd love to get in business with you. Make six figures in six minutes. Ben, next question. Next question is from friend of the show, Sean Edwards, Instagram user, Adele Superfan. His question is, is Trad Sigma? Is Cottagecore classic? That's a two for one. That's a two for one. Classically Abbey mindset. But let's start with the first part. Is Trad Sigma? That's what do you guys Twitter think? Twitter question. Yeah, I, this I, is tr- I can only interface with that online. This I'm, is a Twitter brain question, yeah, Sean. this is major Twitter brain. I don't, I don't like the whole trad thing because it seems like when people say trad is just pe- being normal. So, it's like what was normal five years ago. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not really up on like. You gotta. I'm not really up on like fads. I don't really pay attention to the internet like that. So I've never even heard. Yep. What same. That <laughs> I don't know what that it's is. Like this is some weird ass fucking. Yeah. Well, trad. I'll, I'll well, like. I'll answer that off explain my. Explain it because okay. I'm not gonna talk to okay. you until I know what it is. Trad is basically the the abbreviation of like traditional. So like you'd oh. say like a trad wife is like a traditional oh. wife, a trad male, like traditional male. It's almost you know like 
I think it, it kind of goes hand in hand with, uh, oh, like, you know, it, it kind of like signifies like pinkies conservative up, culture, reactionary culture ideas of like, um, you know, freaking yeah. just, you know, classically Abby, classically Abby, Abby Shapiro. Is great. We love Abby Shapiro. We do love Abby Shapiro. Let's uh, be classic. Well, yeah. I'm tired of, of labels and, and uh, I think they're dangerous. I mean, just get into steampunk. It just just be the guy is, who just be a guy who walks around with is mo- on a monocle. steampunk trad. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's like you walk around with a monocle and a top hat, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you have like a fork. That's also a, like a coal. Like a, a, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh yeah, my pickaxe is also my toothbrush, and I'm riding a unicycle, and I'm wearing a World War One like fighter pilot helmet. Like, just do that. Just be a steampunk guy. Don't be a trad guy. If that means going to church and being nice with your family and eating butter, that's that's technically trad too, right? So right. that's I want to do all those things, and I'm active. It'd be nice if I did those things more. So, so I don't know. Am I trad for like using milk in my cereal instead of oat milk? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so trad. Go to the next question, Sean. This is a fucking <laughs> okay. stupid question. Wait, we You're can... on thin ice. Ben, go to the next question. I'm coming <laughs> across the table, and my blood pressure's up. All right. Next question is also from Sean. Oh, <laughs> Sean, you always do a double. Is One cottage core, if you're gonna do a double, they need to be good. <laughs> is cottage core classic? You already asked this. Well, we yeah, didn't answer it. What is cottage core? Cottage core. Oh my, this is even worse than this the is first e- question. Yeah, Sean, this is even more Skip, Twitter brain. Decline. It'd be worse. He asked if it was classist. Yeah, yes. Oh classist. my god, this question's hideous. <laughs> Does it live in the real world? Please provide a Marxist analysis of cottage core. You know what? You could write that as your senior thesis, and, and like you would get, dude. That's that's oh. That's hideous. This is a freak. This is this is monstrosity. Next question, please. That's all of the uh, questions we have. Wow, we went out on the possible lowest. Wasn't there a question from friend of the show, Cameron Brock? Oh, there was. There was one more question. I just want to shout him out. He recognized me. I got my second ever 805 Revolt podcast celebrity recognition. I got to say, Cameron, it was a really kind of an Aesop fable moment because... The, the burden of fame was weighing on me after that. I was like, it's my responsibility that when I'm in town to conduct myself, and I feel like I let you down as a fan, and I feel like I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. They say never meet your heroes, but next time you meet me, I will be much more, you know, of the mindset. I understand now. I'm flying to Bolivia and getting Cobra Venom pumped into my lips. Next time you see me, it's going to be a whole new lease on life. My lips are going to be at least three times bigger. Yeah, next time you see Sam, he's going to be able to hardly talk because his <laughs> lips are like th- five times as large next as they once were. Next time you see me, it's going to be on Lock of Abroad, the Bolivia episode. <laughs> um, what's the question? All right, the question from friend of the show, Cameron Brock, is, do y'all have to upsize your pants a couple of inches to compensate for dick space? No. No. Moving forward, our next topic that we're going to be talking about is the show Bar Rescue. I know that Cameron and Sam really have been doing a deep dive oh, into... Yeah, sure this is what the... we needed because the show needs to be rescued right now. So we need Bar Rescue. We need John Taffer mindset. Yes, we do. We need John Taffer. I'm thinking open concept, screens. I'm thinking... We turned your family's bar into a cheesecake factory. Do a quick, for the listeners who don't watch the show, because I know I'm not super familiar Bar with it. Bar Rescue on Paramount Network, formerly Spike TV, TV for Guys, is about John Taffer, a hospitality expert with decades of experience in the game, also possibly an automaton, 
from Las Vegas. The only man I've ever seen with the same body type, posture, and movement as Donald Trump. He wears uh, perfectly exquisitely tailored purple sports jackets, pinky rings, gold bracelets. John's Taffer mindset. He goes to a failing dive bar in the suburbs of Salt Lake City, pulls up in front with his blacked out suburban, has like six different screens, is monitoring the staff and the facility on hidden camera, sees how horrible the shit that is going on in there is. He kicks in the door, berates everyone, and then he rescues the bar and turns money pits into money makers. He doesn't embrace excuses. He embraces solutions. And he's John Taffer. Slightly animatronic. Yeah, no, he's not real. He's God, actually. Yeah. He's God. Actually. If you watch Bar Rescue, it's like it's like extreme home makeover for bars, but also with like uh, really edge. It's not like inspirational. It's like get your act together. You're forty thousand dollars in debt to your father, who's dying of cancer. Get your act together. But you're not a nice guy when you take three hundred thousand dollars from your in-laws and do nothing to pay it back. If I owed my in-laws three hundred thousand dollars, I'd learn how to make a. <laughs> like the people's I honestly if you want to understand the American economy you don't need to go to a university you just need to watch Bar Rescue That's insane. because every episode is like Bill is a construction worker who hit it big but that boom turned to bust when he invested with his best friend in their lifelong dream of owning a bar in Provo, Utah now he's over $500,000 in debt to his father look at it and say to yourself this isn't right correct? you're an irresponsible ass and my wife probably got sick because of you. Of course, because you don't know anything. Not you don't leader. know anything. This place is a disaster, and the owner is the biggest disaster of all. You disrespectful son of a bitch. Don't punch me. Shame on you. You're going to stop being a dirty slut? John Jefferson had saggy boobs. You do. You're drunk. Let it go. I asked you not oh. to show or move your boobs. Oh. Within one minute oh. of walking out of here, you were standing there like this. Your mother has a sickness. If you can't expose yourself, you have no reason to live. I, I did a, a quick Google search before the show, like trying to get John Taffer's credentials. Like, I don't think he actually owns any restaurants. I don't no. think he's actually turned around any restaurants. Like, I think it's just he's made his living. It's like a West just Coast like Customs. Yeah. Right. It's a Pit My Rise situation yeah. where, so he'll renovate the whole bar, but every bar that he renovates looks exactly the same as the other bars he renovated. And they're all, like, off, like worse than they were to begin with and just hideous. Like, just, like, weird, massive mm -hmm. flat screens everywhere. Like, marble counters, like, fake marble countertops. Like, giant stools everywhere. And he's like, I got you an Orange Door music system over 500,000 songs. I got you Venmo. I got you my bartender app to see how much alcohol you're pouring against your cost-effective rate so you can watch your money. <laughs> but how, it's just, I mean, it's do horrible. You, how, what do you think the rate is like, he goes to a, like, the bar rescue goes to a bar. They try to rescue it. Like, what do you think is like the percentage of the restaurants that actually yeah, end they, up making? They all it? probably are just get deeper in debt to probably bar rescue. Like, yeah. <laughs> These aren't real bars. Yeah, dude. The it's it's terrible. The new season. Uh, I've seen unruly customers, terrible bartenders. But COVID never seen something like oh, yeah. that. Oh, is that a comparison Los, that really? My works? hometown of Lo yeah, an unruly bartender in a global <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. 
I've seen a guy one time snap a pool cue, but I've never seen millions of people killed by a global virus. I never could have seen this. It's like (laughs) bad bartending versus the coronavirus. I saw a broken walk-in fridge and moldy beer taps, but I never could have predicted the Chinese communist government would unleash a bioweapon on the world. (laughs) John Taffer, dude, mindset. I think... Yeah, it's sometimes it's really brutal. Like he'll go in there and just berate the person to where you think like they're gonna kill themselves. Yeah, or at least no, yeah. like square up and fight him. You are a failure. Your family is yeah. disappointed in He's you. He's really mean yeah, to he them. He really lays it on these hardworking people. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, dude, John Tapper mindset. Hey man, you're kind of being an asshole to me. You're an asshole for calling me an asshole. It's pretty crazy. His one, I mean, when I was doing a quick research on John Taffer, I did see that he came up with the idea for NFL Sunday ticket. So yeah. that's probably. He's a money he man. came up with the idea and then just kind of walked in. Yeah. He's a big picture investor guy. You know, I respect that. He doesn't get his hands dirty. And, um, yeah. And bars aren't the only thing he rescues. What he else does he rescue? Marriages. Marriage rescue. Wait, uh, is that a show? Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, no, it's not. I thought it would be a a little surprise on the podcast to let you know. You're lying to me because that's going to be the thing I'm going to... Paul, you're $100,000 in debt to your stepfather. (laughs) Marriage Rescue. (laughs) It only has one season. I think it just came out. Oh, my God. What? No. (laughs) Because the things I don't like about Bar Rescue is like when he brings in like... Mia, Mia Sharkowski is a famous Las Vegas mixologist who's made over 30,000 signature cocktails. And she's gonna, and like they go through like the recipes of the new stupid like neon martini. I hate that shit. The only thing I like is when John Taffer is just emotionally degrading people. So, just tearing people this down. Guy, that's all marriage this rescue is. Bro, into the marriage. You guys are shitty people. You're a terrible <laughs> husband. You're in debt. You're so deep in debt. Look at only, your kids. Look I at their about How he can't even afford like a certain amount of carrots uh, yeah. in the ring. Like you're a bum. <laughs> if John Taffer was a superhero or a supervillain, who do you think he would be? The Joker. Dude, the Joker. He wears the purple no, jacket. He's, yeah. he's Kingpin or and something. Often, oh my god. <laughs> no, if folks, if he you could be a, a multiple. John, if John Taffer and Joker makeup Shape, is like the la- it's like all I need to see before I die. If I see John Taffer in in movie accurate Joker makeup, which going, movie? Like Heath Ledger Joker or no, his own thing? No, just like just like done by a like film, like by a professional Hollywood makeup artist, like in legit Joker makeup, walking into a, a dive bar and screaming, "Your bar is a failure, Batman!" Because if his, I can see that, I think I'll I'll be happy. His skin is already a lot of mayo, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. John Taffer. I, I'll, if you uh, don't have time to go and watch the episodes, at least look up this guy and no, see a picture the of him. Are you can watch some YouTube no, but highlights. Once, yeah. um, once you see a picture of him, you will go watch <laughs> yeah, some so highlights. Good. He has the rarest physicality. I think he could beat Trump in a fight, in a fist fight. I think he's one of the few men on earth who's capable of beating Donald Trump in a physical fight. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You gotta get Trump. That's a pay per view I'd watch. Yeah. Taffer Trump. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Taffer Trump Soprano. It's all. It's a certain type He's of. They first just get like ungodly like amounts of shredded. They just both drop like fifty pounds and become like just take oh, steroids. Loki <laughs> like that SpongeBob episode. Yeah. Just like turn all jacked. He's yeah. he's um. John Taffer's great, dude. He uh, he's a Russian Jew. And I find that interesting. John Taffer? Because I he was Italian. No, he's fucking Russian and Jewish. Is he from Russia? Or his no, parents are from Russia? Coast. 
Well, he's from Long Island, but oh, his, okay. he's but a Russian-Jewish descent. And I'm thinking about Trump, Melania. But you know Trump's not actually, like, blood-related to Melania. Like, what? Wait, 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 what? I'm thinking about Trump, Melania. <laughs> you said, I'm thinking about Trump, Melania, and then did the Hannibal Lecter noise. I'm thinking about John Taffer and Melania. <laughs> Eastern <laughs> Europe. Well, yeah. You're talking about a fight. Oh, okay. A uh, fight okay. over her. Oh. oh. Sorry, it took me a while. Melania is the prize? Yes. Whoa. Oh, it's like, my it's girl. Like, that's like some eighth-grade shit. My. Yeah. She's only gonna. She's gonna go out with whoever wins this fight, bro. Body yeah. blows, fool. Body, body blows. blows. Yeah, they have to be body blows. <laughs> they have to be in full suits for me to watch it. Yeah. Like body blows behind, like the a, way they walk, the way they would ro- walk out to the center of the <laughs> ring. <to Yeah>. <laughs> That's where it's probably some admission, dude. At like behind like a Las Vegas dive bar, that Trump is trying to buy, and John Tapper's like. You have no restaurant sense. <laughs> I hope you're like simultaneously looking at a picture of John Taffer so you kind of understand why this is so funny. John Taffer is pure mindset. He's um, enough said, dude. Enough said. He probably yeah. gets in. He probably eats a lot of ice cream. So you know. if you enjoy the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland, you've probably seen him next to the animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> no, his facial movements are unreal. It looks like he's glued like together. The from, it looks like he's like a, a Frankenstein's monster, but they only dug up the graves of like mobsters who died from heart attacks, <laughs> and they like sewed him together. He's like all the different pieces of John Gotti's like illegitimate son sewn together. It's like those uh, three guys that escaped from Alcatraz and left those heads on the bed. <laughs> yeah, and that's his yeah, face. Yeah, it's like a paper John, mache. John Taffer mindset, dude. He's Ooh. beautiful. And like all the women on the show want to fuck him. That's that's established every episode. Oh, yes. yeah. He's like, your, your wife and I had a conference and talked about ways we can motivate you. Is John Taffer Sigma or is he Alpha? Sigma. Sigma? Sigma. Elaborate. He's, he's alpha basin, like his base tendencies and behavior. This is also, I mean, very typical. A lot of sigmas are drawn from the ranks of alphas. I personally am not as a sigma. I actually am just born sigma, which is very rare. It's the rarest of the rarest type. The purest sigma. So I'm like a three-eyed unicorn. But I'll say this. John Taffer is like classic alpha. Came up on Long Island, Las Vegas sort of connection probably played peewee football um yeah no he's like alpha like who went to sigma yeah you look at the way he walks and you know he walks you know he's sigma you're like walking like he doesn't have yeah he's also the purple he doesn't wear he wears purple and red coats like he's a little more flamboyant and he just is sigma like there's no there's no rule book on this guy alphas are all about the rules and regulations john taffer is like writes his own rules yeah and writes his own show yeah marriage rescue which (laughs) I'm going to be looking at. We're going to find a way to watch Marriage Rescue or die trying. All right, let's pivot to sports talk, Lakers talk. There's a big uh, the NBA draft just happened. There was a big trade uh, for the Lakers. The Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook. They traded away Montrez Harrell. They traded oh, away Kyle Kuzma. Uh, some other picks. So, Cam, you, you have some thoughts oh, on this trade. Oh, you're looking right. Sports fans, here we go. <laughs> um. You look like you're in a death metal band from the 90s. Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, anyway. Cam, you're fucking shredded, bro. Yeah. You, look, you look fucking hot in that shirt. Thank you. Yeah, we're, uh, we're really 
really tight shirt. Sam, yeah. you too. You're, you're shredded too. Oh yeah, you, you kind of have like a. We're all shredded. Freddie Mercury vibe going on. It's pretty hot. Fucking guys over here, best believe. Anyways, not me. We lost one of the sexiest, best dressed men in the league, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. I think my favorite part of Kyle Kuzma's whole vibe was the emoji tattoo he had on his shoulder. That was pretty awesome. What can we say about Kuz? I think he was one of like the last of the Golden Lakers squad with like. It was like he was of that. He was of that like <laughs> of that draft class where it was like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, yeah. Kyle Kuzma. Those were like the three that were like the future of the Lakers, and then now they've kind of ended up trading them all away mm-hmm. for. Anthony Davis and yeah. Russell Westbrook. What do you think? Do you think that's going to be a good fit for the Lakers? Do you think Russell Westbrook's going to be a good fit on the team, or do you agree? Yeah. Do you agree with Skip Bayless that it's over for the Lakers? I don't think it's over for them because that they traded Russell Westbrook. I think it's over for them because of who they got rid of to get him, and who they've gotten rid of the year before. They've gotten rid of like their great big men, they and a lot of their good shooters. Big great, they're all big great men. I know, but like, <laughs> the, the tall guys, uh, the real, real tall ones, like Javel McGee, that was a power duo that you just no. don't have on the squad anymore. And like, what? Who's the biggest guy on the squad now? Uh, Mark Gasol, oh. or oh. Um, oof, oof. what's his name? I, I I just get tired. I think there's too many Russells um, <laughs> in the sports world. You got Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell. Um, and you Russell got quarterba- quarterback for the um, Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh yeah. Um, Russell Wilson. And you have, speaking back to comedy, one of the greatest comedic minds of all time, Russell Brand. Russell Brand in it. So funny, dude. Yeah, Russell Crowe is a superior Russell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Which, our own Russell Hugger, who's yeah been joining us all episode. Formal introduction. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, dude, basketball, Lakers are cucked. LeBron is the <coughs> cuck-in-chief, and life, as a lifelong Laker hater, I can do nothing but just tell you what I've been telling you all along, dude. They had a chance to build the Ball the Ball Brothers dynasty, yeah. Triple Bs, and to fully embrace LeVar and just make LeVar coach. That was the clear move, the only thing they should have done. And, like, why are you going to play footsie with a cash cow and then walk away? Low-key, I feel like LeVar could have been a better coach than It would have Frank been funny. Vogel. What? I have a question, though. Who would be, uh, as uh, coach better. versus player, which would be better for this man? Kurt Russell. Well, Kurt Russell or Kurt, Russell. Kurt Warner? Kurt Russell right now. <laughs> right now? Kurt Russell as the coach for Miracle would uh, coach any team to win. Yeah, but okay. Kurt yeah. Russell, just as the guy who is like an actor who owns a winery and is like cool, also from Thousand Oaks, from the eight hundred five. But yeah, I don't think he has proper mindset, dude. I think you got to have someone like Levar Ball. Okay. okay. If Levar Ball was the coach of the Lakers since when they drafted and, uh, and they Lonzo, got Lonzo and Leangelo and Lamella, they would have been. They would have had a three-peat by now. Easily, easily, easily. Eyes closed. They would have got. It would have only been those three. Nobody else on the team. Not even. Yeah, not they could have. They would have had like a big Serbian guy who also like did their laundry, but that would have been it, you know. Uh, All right, yeah. moving on. The uh, something else that's in the news or in the, the pop culture world right now is the new Space Jam movie premiere oh. premiered on HBO Max and in theaters. Fellas, what are we thinking about 
the new Space Jam okay, movie. You, I, you saw it in Cameron's side. Yeah, I know. So you should talk. About I know. It. I watched it. it I yeah, Cam, your thoughts, please. Fucking good at all. I think it's embarrassing. The movies are even made and they come out that bad. It's like someone's got to give this the green light to say, all right. Like, we're going to run this. And Especially gonna... at that level. It's not just yeah. one person. It's like this a committee of people. It's like a know? committee of people. Well, speaking of Warner Brothers, it was, like, insane to watch the movie. And, like, within the first, like, five minutes of the film, they said Warner Brothers Studios, like, at yeah. least ten yeah. times. Like, it's crazy that, like, I don't know. It's just, like, such a self, like, shill from the, from the studio to just, like, like be like oh look at our studio look at us say the name of the studio look at us like the whole conceit of the film is like spoilers but you're not gonna watch it um like please spoil me please spoil me daddy um (laughs) (laughs) like like it like it's insane the villain of the the movie don Cheadle, his character is (laughs) his character is named al g rhythm algorithm like he the villain of the of the movie is the villain of the movie this is like a computer yeah the villain of the movie is a stack of like server hard drives in a fucking (laughs) basement in burbank like it's insane like (laughs) that yeah don Cheadle. like the whole plot of the film revolves around don Cheadle is this like all-knowing algorithm that basically sucks in lebron james and his son to the the war the quote quote unquote warner brothers like server verse which is literally isn't i heard it gives gave them the chance to throw every fucking warner brothers character ever in it yeah i mean it's it's literally just like uh in the same way that ready player one kind of just like shield out and focused on all these different intellectual properties like oh iron giant all these things but literally the the first probably 45 minutes of the film yeah they went to like different movies yeah it's just different like, like intellectual was, uh, property movies in different like uh what, what were worlds. the movies it was, it was um, like they went to mad, mad max. max yeah it's yeah. just like ridiculous and it there really wasn't anything funny about the film I don't think I laughed during the film it's not like I'm the target audience of the film it's a young like, it's a movie for I think I children said, but I think I looked at the first, like, we were watching it, and I was like, okay, that was okay. But everything else was absolutely cringe. It and was, earlier we were talking about comedy movies. Yeah, earlier we were talking about comedy movies. There was, pro- there was no comedy. I mean, you you think about, you know, Looney Tunes and, like, how they kind of... Oh, the rap battle? That was so cringe. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah, there's a mo- pig does a rap battle. Why the fuck was that? <laughs> is that its name? Uh, no, it's Porky Pig. Oh, Porky Pig. Oh, okay. Pepe the Pig. I was like Pepe the Pig. Pepe Le Pew got canceled. Pepe Le Pew guys. got canceled. Pretty much, it was all the same. I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. And it, I mean, it's not like you'd expect LeBron to be like an Oscar-winning actor, but he—he he was a—he was a little one-one note. Didn't really emote that much it was kind of just uh, yeah, a, a flurry of cgi effects and because and his son was in it too it wasn't even his son though it wasn't actually his son it was the young that, one that guy, was I all they were all his, actors that were, one kid, really i think that's actually his youngest son after some quick research i was able to figure out that it is not there's none of lebron james actual oh, really? family is in the film his wife is played by some Sonequa Martin Green, one of his other sons, is played by Sayer J. Wright, and then the main character, his son, his other son, who's like the 
the programmer, yeah. video game genius, is played by Cedric Joe. So it's none of his actual fans. Yo, everybody, my home. son. Everybody, my fan. <laughs> but it's like, it was, uh, yeah, zero out of ten, one out of ten. You're telling me that Don Cheadle, I can't get over this. Is he just the voice of a superhero? No, 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 it's Don Cheadle's body. It comes to life. It's his body? Like, they took his body? Yeah. It it, it, like, assembles itself in the form of Don Cheadle? Basically, a lot of the film... It's like like the devil appearing in the form of Don Cheadle. Most of the Mm -hmm. film takes place in the quote-unquote Warner Bros. server-verse. So, LeBron James and his... his, So, he's like the Wizard of Oz? LeBron... Like part of it, but LeBron James and his son basically get sucked into this stack of computer oh, servers. Oh, so it's all green screened out. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's probably and it's like they spend a lot IMAX of the theaters like 3D, all that stuff. Like, could be. Yeah, it, it's it's you see Don Cheadle in his corporal form, like on screen, but he is portraying a all powerful algorithm computer program. This is sounds like something that was written. At gunpoint, yeah. probably. Like, I, mean, gunpoint. I think like, Warner like Brothers Sopran- was at gunpoint. <laughs> no, this is like in The Sopranos when Christopher gets the guy from his AA group to write the movie for him, like by fucking threatening to kill him. Like someone wrote this like under pressure, yeah, in a sweaty Motel Six room with like guys smoking well, in front of a From the scenes I've seen, it looks like, like LeBron is under pressure. Space Jam, is, yeah, is no, a very legendary, it's classic good. movie. It's a good movie. You know, it's got, it's like, it's not. The greatest movie ever made, but it's a good, like, young. It's like a family movie. Yeah, it's a good family quality family. Oh, video. We get it all the time. It was an it was an original idea. Like, and so much of the film in this one, there's probably like five or six jokes where it's like, oh, we already did this. Like, the characters are making jokes about how they. Shows up, not the actual Michael Jordan. Yeah, they're making jokes. They're making jokes about how they've already made this exact film, and it's like self aware. The fact the that even, are like even, way too self-aware. The fact that even children's cartoons are like fully meta and self-aware is just like so depressing. Well, that's, that's sort of the problem with children's cartoons. Yeah, exactly. The problem, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, with what they're showing us is satanic imagery. Oh, we yeah. see that LeBron and his son Brawny are divided by six feet, and we see that's a satanic number. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about LeBron, dude. I think he's really starting to cuck himself. You. It worked with Michael Jordan, but you can't just just fucking grab a basketball player and be like, you're gonna act. It would have been way cooler, like, even though the Uncle Drew movies are not very good, I almost, like, have more respect for that series. It's an original concept. It's an original idea. It's Kyrie doing his own thing. It's, you know, Kyrie making something new and, you know, experiencing a new cinematic experience for the first time and, like, not just rehashing. It's not just, like... New, you know, old ideas being thrown up onto the screen and being like, "Here, watch this. Consume this. It's something new." Yeah. Even though it wasn't great, and we, his acting was a little cardboard, but we want to consume fresh products, fresh ideas. Speaking nah. of fresh products, we have something special for the listeners. We're going to do a taste test. First ever on air taste. First test. ever on air taste friends test. Friends at General Mills have done something. Friends of the show, General Mills have done something very bold. I would say. Daring, I would say dangerous, I would say duplicitous. They have made a cinnamon toast crunch ice cream. I was just in the kitchen scooping us. We have four bowls, four spoons. No one's eaten it yet. Sniff test. 
So everyone ready your bowls? We're all t yeah. We all have our own singular right. bowls. There will be no contamination. And three. Dig in. Two. Oh god. Oh man, it smells it bad. It smells so oh, bad. Actually, no. Did you smell it. Oh. Mm. A little too much cinnamon. Got that cereal milk taste. Yeah. Okay. But it's it weird. Like it kind of tastes like rice pudding. Yeah. It, like yeah. it doesn't even taste like it's like rice pudding exactly. Oh god, it's bad. <laughs> no, when this you is rough the, stuff, folks. When you get to the actual bits of the this of is the fucking cereal, rice pudding. <laughs> it's just like bits of cinnamon. There, it's a lot. It's, it's like with a lot. Like I got a little. It's like a bad horchata. Yeah, because I got a little tingle on my tongue. It is like a bad horchata. Much. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. This is nothing like, like the like cereal. It's like that's spoiled. And it's like curd it up. Oh, the I, chunks. I have a chunk. Yeah, the, the chunks. The, the chunks, chunks are really bad because it's cinnamon toast crunch cereal, but it's just soggy and not crunchy like you'd expect a yeah, cereal. Yeah, it'd be to like eat. if you left cinnamon toast out and how it gets soggy from the oh cereal. Oh my god, bro, that's so bad. And then you just <laughs> ate it. Oh, this is bad. I gotta finish it. All right. Oh, oh, okay, let's rate it on. That's a, really fucking. All hot. right, we're gonna go around in a circle and rate this cinnamon toast crunch ice cream on a scale of one to five. Yeah. I so, would, Sam, start. you start. For, or Cam, you can start. So, Cam, you can I'm start. I'm just going to start. That was fucking terrible. That was... I wouldn't even want to give it a one because ice cream is such a treat. And that is the, so far from a, a treat. You know, I think if you actually did have, like, churros or something else, it would maybe go with something a lot better. <laughs> Bad, dude. Like, it might complement a certain dish very well. But okay, al alone, Gordon. it's terrible. I almost just took another bite. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Me and Russell are clean play club. We're finishing yeah, it over here. Cameron and I are cowards. Oh, I want to finish the whole thing so I can get a good review. Here. I have to take the rest of the gallon home, though, so I know that I am going to eat the rest of that gallon. Okay. So let me just make that clear. I'm going to eat the rest of the gallon, probably in one sitting, probably in my underwear, um, probably over the sink. So in one standing. Drum roll, snare. Okay. So I'm going to give this a bronze medal because I think it put in effort, it didn't blood dope, it showed up, it did its best, it qualified, and the Kenyan guy tripped and fell, and you took his place and you got third. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a bronze medal. Uh, okay, so that's, that's me. <clears throat> uh, you know, it's hard to write ice cream out of five. It's really like... Are you gonna, would you rather do it out of ten? Are you gonna what's fuck, the, are you gonna fuck you with it or not? Like, are you? Because yeah, most ice cream, I'm just gonna have ice cream. If I want ice cream, it's rare that I'm right. gonna have a like, terrible yes ice cream. No. So zero to one. I'm getting to my point. Okay. This is not something that not an ice cream I would buy. I've never. It's not very good. But my the other thing is, if this was um, called something else, like oh, you know, true. it wasn't cinnamon toast crunch and it was just some name then i might actually like it more i think it's the fact that i know that it's supposed to be cinnamon toast crunch yeah that I mean, makes it kind of yeah if, if they had sold it to me and this is how much of a fucker i am if they had sold it as like authentic leches con mexico <laughs> like this is what they actually eat i'll be like wow this is culture to me this is so cool and i'm like this is great i love this it's a good way to trick people and that's <laughs> Because it does have a distinctive taste, but I'm still going to stay bronze. Ben, you, one out of five. What do you think? You know, I think I am going to be a little more lenient 
than the rest of the panel here because you guys were a little harsh. Just get on with it. Just get on. With I'm it. thinking. I'm still. <laughs> oh, oh, bronze ain't bad. Silver is sweet. Gold <laughs> is grand. Look, if you're even, if you're even in the position to get any of those medals, you're doing something right. Yeah. But. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on a scale of five. I'm gonna go like two. Two out of five. <laughs> that's that's specific. He yeah. said you weren't gonna be like so harsh. Well, yeah. Like, well, I'm just well, two okay, I'll five. go. Okay, I'll, go, I'll do three because it's pretty oh, mediocre. Holding under pressure. Okay. Okay. One out of ten. Yeah. Now it's what? One out of oh, five. Uh, seven. Dude. Oh. Like if so for me if mint ship is oh. for me like <laughs> ship is a five for me. This would be a zero. Mint ship tastes like toothpaste. Not if you get the good stuff. That's a hot take, Sam. That's, that's hot. Dab, dab Have you ever like poured a little bit of milk over over it? I think this ice cream. I mean, ice cream is ice cream. It's good. We're sitting in a hot room, so it's it's a refresher. It depends. But it. I, I mean, this the, on a cold day. It's it's pretty not great. I mean, we talked about the cinnamon toast chunks. Like it would just be better if you just had like vanilla ice cream with a little cinnamon in it, and then just like put cinnamon toast crunch on top. Oh god, Sam's like doing Dude. an ASMR moment with a. No. Feel the tingles. Stop. <laughs> oh god. Alright, yeah. No, no, that's bad. Not okay. very good. Not very good. I'm, I am, I will say this though, to its credit, oh. I'm gonna eat the whole thing. <laughs> I would not oh, recommend that anyone else buy it. I just had another bite. Usually <laughs> when I have ice cream, I have like more than that. Yeah, and yeah. that was a little bit, and I am just. I think done. the consensus is the cinnamon toast crunch ice cream it is dusty. Not... Yeah, it's <laughs> it it dusty cereal. <laughs> Some dusty ass cereal. It's a big pitcher of horchata, like spoiled overnight and curdled up, and you had to eat it, dude. Yeah, you put it in yeah, the like, freezer. Something or something. Like, that's something they would serve in bar rescue, and he would come yeah. in and stop you from eating before you ate, and we yeah. just ate it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat that. Don't eat that. There's, There's bugs in that. Dead. There's bugs in that. Have you seen the one with the bugs? Yeah. <laughs> he pours the, yeah, the thing out, and there's a bunch of roaches. You're a hundred million that. dollars in debt from buying too many quarts of Cinnamon Toast Crunch ice cream. Start yelling at everybody the there. The everybody, where... you're drinking roaches. Yeah, and they're was, just like, he was uh, touching who chicken. are you? The cook was touching yeah. chicken and like touched his hand and other. And John Tyler was like, "That's it. I've seen enough." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Storms in. He had his gloves on. Was cooking. Brought it out. And then like, after he he didn't take his gloves off to change gloves. Yeah. He's like. What a prick. Goes out. <laughs> oh my god. You're fifty thousand dollars in debt. I wonder why. You're a loser. Yeah, when he shows <laughs> the, how much you've been losing each by like oh, yeah. how much drink. How oh. much tequila you've been pouring. Yeah, yeah. this is this like, is literally some of them are ten ounce pours. <laughs> yeah. Like that is that is so illegal in every state. <laughs> like that is not a thing. Like, but appreciate it if you're that, if like, you're my bartender. I don't know if you yeah. ever if you've ever worked in uh, the food industry <laughs> and you've had four. to take like the test. <laughs> it's like these people are, are fucking Neanderthals. <laughs> like, Come on, you have no common sense. It's like, and like it's a good point. It's like if you pour. One, maybe two ounces, they're gonna come back and buy another drink. But if you give them ten ounce, like eight, six <laughs> ounces, they're gonna be so fucking hammered. They're, you're wasting money in so many ways. It's like money <laughs> mindset, baby. Yeah, Dude, money mentality. The best thing about that is he goes to trashy places. Oh, yeah, it's, no, like, it's like it's like look, forty five minutes. Have no chance it, of wowing. Well, it's not yeah, that. Anyway. It's like people go minutes. there to get drunk, not to get the best martini. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Yeah, want, exactly. These aren't. It's like forty five minutes outside of no Salt Lake City. No bougie bar in a bumfuck town. Mm -hmm. they, like, they can't afford it. No, you just turn it into a fucking high end, like a cheesecake factory, like I said. Yeah, exactly. 
There was yeah. one in, in the middle of Utah called the Broadway. The thing is, though, the cleanliness. It, it, the of cleanliness, cleanliness is something yeah. that needs to be on a rig. That's just how I feel. Like Watching that shit gives me... I mean, think about the next like, one. I do not want to go eat out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's mean? the like, thing. Like, you don't really know. Like, think, well, think wonder, next time you go to a bar, like really look around at the cracks and stuff. It's always, probably not that great. Always <laughs> order bottled beer from bars. You never know how well they're cleaning their taps. I wonder if marriage yeah. rescue is going to dissuade me from getting married or encourage me to go get wiped up. You gotta watch that. Or a hubby. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll try the Fruity Pebbles flavor at some point. They, they they came out with two. I think the Fruity Pebbles is going to be way I, better. Oh, yeah. I, how could it not be? If you guys want us to try any ice cream on the air, or, or bring whatever. us, yeah, or the whatever, booze, yeah, bo- uh, yeah. If you're a cook, if, but don't be a fucking thick one. Th- Thick as thick thicker, and <laughs> Whoa, it's okay to be thick. Though. Yeah, what? We, lo- we love that. I like. Wait, well, yeah. Go on, Russell. Finish though. Go off, King. And you're gonna. You meant blockhead thick. Yes. Uh, if you're gonna thick say gonna like, post. oh, like, Ooh. have some cum ice cream. It's like, oh, I get it. Okay, well, make some and I'll have some. Yeah. No, what yeah. I was gonna say is, well, <laughs> if you're gonna, if you put your money where your mouth is, show yeah. up with a pint of cum ice cream we'll and gobble we, it up. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll. yeah, we will. You think I won't eat cum? I told you that it's called. First off, it, it's called mayo. It's mayo? called, it's called mayo. Frozen mayo. Yeah, you've never had. I've eat, but I listened to episode five, folks. I yeah. eat a lot of mayo. Do you guys so. remember when we made ice cream in sixth grade? Yeah, I just made salt soup. Just and drink mayo. It, you it know, was you good. Do that with your mayo. You I was like, Russell's was good. Russell made, have time Russell for made it shit. well. Not that great. Oh no, I remember yours being good. Too. Cameron, you're a methodical guy. But anyway, we make a lot of creamy things. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Across Thumbs the board. Mm-hmm. Stick to cereal. And I don't even think it's a good cereal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good cereal. Well, what, okay, favorite favorite sugar cereals, favorite We've sugary. We've talked about this. Okay. I'm a Frosted Flakes man. Yeah, right. we have talked about it, but I don't think Ben has. I said mine, if you're a listener of the show, you will know that my favorite cereal is Lucky Charms. So I was going to say, I do, I've, as I've grown up, Lucky Charms have been... Kind of the go-to, but I love Fruit Loops. Stop, stop Irish hate. How about that? Yeah. Bro, recently. How about you guys stop patronizing that until they Uncle remove ben. that guy? They Wait. got rid of. They got rid of Uncle Ben. They might as well get rid of the fucking Lucky the Leprechaun. That's what all if, I'm saying. What would you? Re- what would you have them replace Lucky? The I'd Leprechaun? have them go out of business, sir. Um, I've been having a lot of Frosted Flakes recently. Tony the Tiger's pretty Tony hot. Tiger's, yeah, Daddy Dill, dude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cracking open. Yeah, he's fucking. I'm just. Uh, wait, wait, what's the news on? They got rid of uh, the leprechaun. No, they need to get rid of the leprechaun. Frankly. Oh. Yeah. Sir, what happened to like uh, the little like uh, rice krispie treat? Like rice krispies just ain't because you. If, well, if, those aren't ethnic stereotypes. Okay, I know, but yeah, they got rid of people. Aunt Jemima and uh, Uncle Ben. Uncle ben, ben, Eskimo so pies. Pro, You're right. Pro yeah. tip: put Ovaltine in your rice krispies. And it makes the dankest <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, pro tip. Pro well, tip. actually, that's true. It's a pro gamer move. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like, what are you gonna do? Just throw a shitload of fucking sugar on top? No, no I do that. Sprinkle sugar and, and some strawberries. And cocoa puffs, dude. Incorrect. Just get cocoa puffs. Pro gamer move. If you put it's if you put Ovaltine on your. Cocoa Crisp. Or <laughs> See, this is what you do. You, it's you, high in uh, natural minerals. What, what you do is you, you pour some... Dude, I need a better sitting setup. This is you, R-word stuff. This is pro tip. <laughs> uh, you get Cocoa Puffs with milk, um, and then you finish it, and there's going to be leftover milk. Now it's going to be chocolatey, and then you put the 
the Rice Krispie treats oh, or no, the Rice Krispies in there. Oh, um, damn! You gotta be hungry though. Yeah. Yeah. Or is, that's a so two. But all I eat is ice cream. I mean cereal. Cereal or, ice cream. Or, or, I or both. Rice Krispies with chocolate milk. Mm. <laughs> Anyone's listening to this? They of course they are. We have many listeners, thousands. There's probably hundreds of thousands. We are legion. Probably got yeah. like seven by this point still listening. Okay. Thank I you. I trust you. Tr- thank you for your service. God bless the United States of America. Bring home the gold. We're gonna end the show now. We're gonna wind down. Final thoughts, starting with Russell Huggard, our guest and uh, Hall of Fame member of the 805 Revolt Podcast. It was great to have you back, my friend. Uh, hopefully, we can get you back on sometime soon. Uh, final thoughts. Uh. It's good to be back and good with uh, four people. This is the first time me and Ben are on together. Yeah, first time we're on together. And we're both shirtless, so you know oh, that. Yeah. Means. The skin side of the table, yeah. baby. Yeah, we like to show skin, rub up, rub the oil, make mayo. <laughs> it's all good. It's all back. Good it's good to be back in the spot. And um, yeah. Shouts out to Russell making mayo twenty four seven on the <laughs> show. We love to have it. We love to see it. Uh, thanks again for listening in and tuning in to our show. Um, yeah, if you, like I said, I am the Discord uh, dude. I'm kind of managing the Discord channel. So if you're interested in joining the Discord channel, please message our Instagram Join page. the fucking Discord. Join the fucking if you, Discord. If you don't, we're just going to push it hard. Yeah, so, so the more, the, the, the longer you don't join the Discord, <laughs> the more I'm going to bug the shit out yeah, of you to join the Discord. So I have no idea how hard this guy bugged me to get on the damn Discord. I literally asked Cameron for like me two weeks. Me and Ben had a small delete, argument about like, it. We did have I a small argument I had to delete almost like 500 plus photos and a few apps. My fo- I'm still working with an iPhone 6S. So, so moral yeah, of the yeah. story is delete your apps. The only app you need is the Discord app to monitor the 805 Revolt Discord channel. So, yeah. yeah. Cameron, final thoughts. Uh, don't eat cinnamon toast crunch ice cream, even if you're baked in bonds and you think it's a good idea. It's <laughs> not. It was a it's bad purchase a by idea. Cameron and I. Yeah. Me and Sam went in probably like three weeks ago and we saw this, or maybe like a month ago and saw it. We've been like, thinking about it for a while. This has been a long time coming, <laughs> and I think we've been so excited and amped up for it. That's why we're so disappointed. Yeah. We, you know, we, has like, it been, been sitting in your fridge? It. No, no, no. <laughs> I that would make sense. It's, it's been in the fridge of my uh, brain, my brain oh. fridge, because like we've been going to Vons late night, I'm, Cameron I'm and I, and curious. scoping the aisles. And I think we're the only one who's probably ever bought one. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever bought it. Um, Pretty but crusty. In the words of Radiohead, we did it to ourselves. <laughs> Paraphrasing. <laughs> cool guys club. All right. That being said, don't eat the ice cream. Do listen to the podcast. I, I understand yeah. you have to uh, download Spotify and all that stuff, and it's not just as accessible as everything else, but it's much, it's very worth it. All right, well, I will do our final, final thought, and then we have a bonus question at the end. Yeah, we did. My that. final thought is let's go to the bonus question. Brush your, brush yourself. You know, brush your teeth, brush your <laughs> hair, brush yourself. Brush, your, brush, your, brush your, brush your, get a, I, I've been, you, Even know, if you know what I've been doing, folks? <laughs> I have been missing brushing my teeth. Don't be like me. Don't be a fucking six foot five hideous loser <laughs> freak with no prospects. Brush your chompers, eat your vitamins, support NATO, support the, the fucking New World Order and the World Bank. Remember who did 9-11 and stay on track. 
Are you guys flossers though, or just brushes? I floss every day, drip, drip, drip. Mm-hmm. You could say he's got mad drip. All right, Ben. To bonus the fl- question. On the flossing tip, I probably floss, uh, you know, once a week, maybe a little, little more. I'm gonna brush my teeth with uh, rat poison after eating this cinnamon toast crunch ice cream. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, we've got one last question right under the gun, like right against the uh, the timer. We he got it in right under the wire. Evan Meyer, friend of the show, Discord member. Shouts out to Evan Meyer. Tier on one di- operator. Tier one operator. More to, more than we can say about many of you listeners. So. Yeah, you gotta earn the pa- earn the patch keys. All right, so question from Evan Meyer, the worst known on Instagram. Best slash worst Charman story. Fuck, that's difficult. Uh, I my the. Wow, we, that's a good question. Are we talking um, Charman the, the band, band? the urban legend, or the urban legend, the urban legend, the urban legend, urban legend. I like the one where he was um, driving his motorcycle and he got lit on fire. Simple, sweet, that's easy. That's the that's the origin story. That's Di- the Charman origin digestible. story. Well, other people say he was a fireman. Neighbor in his house. I heard he was fire. a crazy fireman who like who was, was like, like a pyromaniac, like an arsonist, like yeah. like like fire worshiper. Yeah, that one is like more raw. That one's gnarly. That one's gnarlier. That one. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, actually, I prefer that one. I prefer that one. I've also heard stories. I should write my of, own. Like people yeah. actually being on Creek Road and having like their jackets like grabbed or like. Yeah, he's real. Like, yeah, it's a phenomenon. Ghosts are real. Very real. I was the only one to take Creek Road during the first uh, death race, mm. and I had forgotten about Charman. I was very faded, and then when I got to Camp Comfort, I was like, it was pitch black. I was like, fuck me. I'm baked and I'm drunk, and I'm the perfect target for Charman. Like, I don't know who's is scarier. This, wait, is this supposed to be, like, stories of Charman yeah. or either origin story? Origin there's stories. A- Okay. Or it could be either or, either or, whatever you got. Uh, I mean, the best for me is like the one that I knew growing up, the one yeah. that I knew. It's always different from everyone else. Yeah. Mine was just the one about uh, an old gas station in uh, down there. Uh, at the, 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 the left turn. Yeah, down there at the old old Creek Road, uh, oh. a gas station down there, and someone pulling up and a fire starting. That's he right. Died. Because like, there's the old Creek Road and there's the new Creek Road. Yeah. It's supposed to have occurred, I thought, at the old one, but then again, that's just the one that I was told when I was young. So that's my favorite. The worst are the ones that are told by people that aren't from Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like I don't fucking I don't know. <laughs> well, we're all we all know of Charman. If you're if you're an Ohio Ohio head, you know of the story of Charman. But what a lot of people don't know about, which is a much scarier tale is the tale of the four-legged freak. <laughs> oh, man. No, you yeah. said his name. You <laughs> said his name. No, bro, always you. Yeah, you have bad history. I'm, I'm okay, let's throw yeah. it back, though, because we've mentioned the four-legged freak on the show when Ben <laughs> was not here. Nah, we've mentioned yeah, them before. I know, I know, but it's scary. The four-legged uh, but freak ben is, is here scarier now. than the Charman story could ever be because we've had brushes. We, Us in this room... Have had encounters ben with the four-legged freak. Has I've, has discru- dishonored the four-legged. Freak. The four-legged freak has a grudge out against me. Someone he, decided I, to vomit. No, on someone you could just name drop me. <laughs> so it was bad. Ben vomited <laughs> on Shelf Road. Going back, I mean, we mentioned on the on previous shows uh, our life-changing experience uh, at the GI Joe retaliation screening <laughs> as we were 
completely bo- special episode detailing it to come. Yeah, but anyway, come. after after the life changing experience we had watching that film in theaters, we end, there was a splinter group. We ended up going to Little Caesars. Well, and the op, we got lost. The op, the op, the op was blown. We got lost on the way to Little Caesars. We probably spent 30 to 45 minutes trying story. to find Little Caesars. We found Little Caesars. I ate a whole Little Caesars you pepperoni pie to myself. I housed that that pizza. I just completely <laughs> I paid, demolished paid it. For. What episode? Paid for. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back to one of the episodes. You we go in detail. Yeah. There we go. Paid for and stolen and stolen money. <laughs> I almost died. Yeah. Well, swindled. Money. Paid for in money stolen. that was meant to purchase alcohol, alcohol for a high school party. It was a scam. Party. It was got a cold lot, coin deal. We got a lot of Little Caesars. <laughs> so anyway, we got a shitload of Little Caesars, more than we should have gotten. We balled out. Uh, we balled out on Little Caesars. I completely went overboard and ate a full Little Caesars pizza. Fast forward, we're walking on Shelf Trail. The whole group of us is on Shelf Trail. We're doing a little walk, and I, I just couldn't keep the Little Caesars down, folks. What can I say? I just... It came up, I threw up that whole Little Caesars pizza, and that triggered something that really can't be put back. And it doesn't care about your excuses. It doesn't care about my excuses, but I'm just giving the context (laughs) for the listeners. You just lost credibility on Shelf Road. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. You just don't have credibility up there anymore. I haven't, I mean, I probably haven't been back since. The thing about Charman is you can kind of infer what uh, Charman is, a charred man, but... You don't know what a four, what the four legged freak implies. We don't really even know. I don't think I've ever seen him. I've only felt it's a encounters. Feeling. It's a vibe. It's a feeling that touches you and stays with you <laughs> for the rest of your days. He's, someone told me he owns a casino up there. I don't know. I don't know. The but origin after, stories are from like a, yeah. a certain the group of kids above us who were like riding the trolleys, riding your whispers of the four legged freak. Yeah, you go if you go up on shelf at night and you there's something that rustles the bushes. Yeah, yeah. there's a big Ruffles. there's a big thing up the four legged thing up there. <laughs> anyway, I have freak. Ups- I've upset the freak four on a leash. It's a freak on a leash. I've upset the freak, the four legged freak, and uh, I may not resist all this pain. Why do you think Ben had to move him to L.A.? Yeah, I had to get away from him. He's going to Philadelphia go for yeah. I had to really it's a real with. distance between <laughs> him. You go to a Commonwealth, those taxes couldn't be monitored. Exactly. But, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sweaty. moral of the story is don't piss off the four-legged freak because he yeah. will enact. We hope that answers your question, Evan. And we hope you had a good time on this episode. We know it was a little disorganized, but it was a little mellow one. This was a crazy. This was a episode. this is a wild ride. So free and loose, uh, free and loose episode. Free and loose EP. Oh yeah. Just with the doctor order. Just with the doctor order. All right, Ben. Let let us let us hear it. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the 805 and Revolt podcast. We appreciate your listenership. We look forward to hearing and seeing you on our next transmission. I am your host, Ben Cohen. I'm joined by Sam Bean, Russell Hugger. All right, we're out. See you next time. Ohio's number one podcast. We will see you next time. Woo!